0: Welcome everybody back to Haven of Horror. Uh, Today we are discussing a Republicans PSA video. uh, Disguised as a movie Uh called It Follows. Uh, I'm kidding, of course, but that's another joke I just couldn't pass up. Uh Uh, But before we get into it, just want to let everybody listening know I have launched the Haven of Horror Patreon. The link will be in the description video description below if you're interested. For $3, you get access to our Discord and a bunch of other stuff. And then for $8, you get to make one request a month for us to watch a movie and talk about it. Uh, I'm working on some other perks and stuff, so check it out if you're interested. But for the reason we're all here, Doolittle, we're going to talk about It Follows. This was your pick uh, for the end of our Valentine's reviews, for lack of a better term for it. So, yeah. what made you pick this specific
1: movie? Um, well, initially it was just because it concerned the, I guess, kind of like the, because I, I had seen this twice before, like this is my third time seeing it, and I kind of picked it because I was like, well, it's about the kind of anxieties that come from dating, you know, and and being intimate with someone, and I felt like, okay, that's that could be kind of fitting for a Valentine's Day type themed halloween or or like horror review or whatever so i figured that it'd be fun to to take a look at this and and pick it apart um you know in a discussion um and i also uh, quite like this film um it's one of those movies that i would think would i wouldn't like because it is so hyped up as like this like oh it's like a really elevated like elevated (laughs) horror like from the the new uh, scream movie or whatever um but you know, it's 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 really good. Um I, I quite like it. So I
0: had mentioned to you before we started that yeah. it was nice of them to make this so that Blumhouse could remake it Truth or Dare. And that was <laughs> the first thing I I couldn't stop thinking about with this movie. Because I don't know if you've seen Truth or Dare. I have. But <laughs> the basic premise of that movie is these kids go down to Mexico and they're tricked by a guy into unleashing a demon on themselves uh and then they have to try to stop yeah it's the very basic like skeleton of the of it but just the guy tricking them into like taking this demon when that ha- when that happens in this movie that's all i could think of um and then of course you know them trying to like get rid of the demon passing along to to others cuz they have to keep doing something to satisfy the demon Mm. So, obviously, this movie is very upfront with what it's what the metaphor is. I mean, this is a, it's an STD, basically.
1: Yeah, it's a sexually transmitted um, uh, threat, basically.
0: Yeah. So, I want to let everybody listening know that I don't hate this movie. Before I get into a lot of my problems with it, uh, yeah. and this is all based on a first viewing. I also feel like. This might be one of those. As I watch it more and dissect it, I might enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with this movie is nothing happens for the majority of this movie. Um, and obviously, hangout movies are a perfectly like legit. And I don't want to say hangout just for this movie, but like, it's she gets infected with the demon, so to speak. And then, unless I miss something, they just kind of mess around for an hour and a half. Like, they don't try to beat this thing until the very end, and then it doesn't work, and the movie just ends. Did I, am I missing something with this, or...?
1: Well, I think it's more just trying to figure out and come to terms with what exactly is going on and, and getting the bearings on the exact situation. Because the way I read the film, uh, the, the director has also said that he kind of used a lot of the movie through like kind of like dream logic. Um, And I think that that's a really good way of kind of putting it because I think a lot of this movie is the STD metaphor, but on this viewing, I kind of really had in my mind that this is about growing up and finding ways to um, kind of escape from death as you grow older. And I feel like there's a lot of signs of that And, and how love can be a really good way of momentarily escaping death. And like, and like true uh, companionship and, and appreciation of other people. I feel like, I think the film explores that pretty well uh, throughout. Um, I feel like that's what a lot of the runtime was allocated towards. Um, is just this person trying to figure out, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that, that, that's, that's kind of the way I saw it. Um, so I, I actually thought the movie was pretty like deliberately paced to accommodate for that, um, you know, and I, it's not, I'm not sure if it's exactly a character driven thing. I do think this is a film that's very driven by its themes and ideas and the plotting, I think.
0: Oh, it, it is. Like,
1: yeah. other
0: than Jay, I couldn't tell you a single character's name. Well, uh, cool and
1: Paul? Because Paul is, you know. Is he the boyfriend very... or is he the No, friend? Paul. Paul's the guy that um, has feelings for Jay. Okay.
0: okay now I know who you yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, that makes me wonder, because, you, yes, this movie is very metaphorical. And, and maybe I'm trying to apply too much literal logic to it, um, which is, it'd be hard to tell without giving another viewing. But mm-hmm. if it's about using companionship to momentarily escape death then I would think that the film wouldn't imply that she hadn't beaten it at the end.
1: Because the well, ending implies
0: that it's not over.
1: Well, yeah. Because we're all gonna die at some point. But she has companionship with Paul, and that's a momentary kind of moment of bliss. It's a bittersweet kind of ending. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Yeah.
0: So you don't think there is a way to beat this? Thing?
1: No. No, I, I kind of almost view this as like, uh, you know, maybe I'm, I'm this, this is the wrong read. Who knows? But this is what I, t- I kind of took away from it is this is her, because it's, it's, you know, the fact that she's 19 and she this is, I think her first, like, she's like early college. Um, this is her entering adulthood. And this is her entering into this kind of world where mortality is very much a reality you know, and I think that the ending kind of wraps around where it's like, yes, that is something that she has accepted, but she's also accepted that companionship will allow her to momentarily escape from that a little bit, Um, you know, and I I think that there's uh, a couple different scenes that kind of pay lip service to that and, and, and elaborate on that further as it kind of goes along it's interesting
0: hmm. that is interesting
1: it's more like a parable than anything that's kind of the way i see this movie you know what i mean mm-hmm.
0: i can see that and i can also see why i wouldn't like this movie then because i'm very much someone who likes a satisfying conclusion mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad that ending pisses me off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like it because it's pretty true to life. And it's using parable to kind of make sense of something that maybe doesn't make so much sense in real life, I think, you know. Uh, but I can understand. I mean, again, I mean, that that's all a matter of personal taste. I can understand someone not liking this movie. I get the impression that this filmmaker does a lot of um, artsy stuff. I'm not too sure, though. I'm not familiar with his other works um although i want to check out his uh he did a noir film of andrew garfield and i want to check that out because i i, I wonder what that's like and i like andrew garfield he's a really good actor um, oh yeah but I, under the silver lake that's what it's called i heard it's really good um, yeah that's the only I,
0: other like real movie that he's done from I can see here
1: well and i think he did like um, I think he did, like, a comedy film before this. Oh, I can't remember. Um, I've heard people say, like, really good things about it, though. Oh, yeah, he did The Myth of the American... He's
0: only done three films
1: so far. I think he's doing another one. Heroes and Villains? Yeah. I might be wrong. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. You have the Wikipedia page. Yeah. So that's like- a... <laughs> So, yeah. the, I do want
0: to give this movie praise for making me uncomfortable at times, specifically with the way it uses the demon. Mm-hmm. There's some very Nightmare on Elm Street esque shots um, where it's it switches from her perspective to say like one of her friends who can't see this thing. Yeah, and the thing the one I'm thinking of the most is when they're at like that pool or that bar. Um. Or not the bar. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Pool or beach. And the thing just like mm-hmm. starts tugging on her hair and the guy whacks it with a tear. Um, that was a very Nightmare on Elm Street esque scene where something is happening to the character, but none of the other characters can see what's doing it to her.
1: Yeah, this movie seems very uh, reverential towards um, like 80s uh, horror movies like Nightmare on Elm Street. And I got a lot of like John Carpenter vibes as well. From this movie, yeah. uh, with the synthesized score, obviously, which I want to listen to every single time I watch this movie, I'm like, I'm gonna buy the soundtrack, and then I never do <laughs> um, for some reason or another. but um I'm probably gonna buy the soundtrack uh, this time. Um, you know, because it's it's really good. I think he collaborates with this director a lot, so I'm excited to watch Under the Silver Lake because I think he does a score for that.
0: Oh, interesting, yeah. Uh, the score, what what bits of the score I did here, because I'm not a big score guy, did kind of uh-huh. jump out at me. But I agree with you. Uh, this this would, I could, you could have told me this was directed by John Carpenter. And other than the fact that it came out in 2014, John Carpenter hasn't directed something since 2010. I yeah. may have believed
1: it. I, yeah. Uh, I, I think part of that's also because of just how uh, such an independent... Honestly, budgeted movie. Um, mm. actually, how much was the budget? Cause One, I f- I 1. always wondered that. Mil. That's really low. Um, for for this that that's that's impressive. Um, cause yeah, it, it looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, this movie looks good. Um, and and that is the other thing I really appreciated about this movie after watching stuff like, uh, you know, The Conjuring and I new Me last year. It was fun seeing kind of a down-to-earth horror film. Yeah. But I almost don't know if I could count, like, say this is a strict horror film. Because it's only a horror film in certain scenes.
1: I'd say it's a horror film. Because yeah. it's using kind of, like, because I, I, of just how visceral it is and what it's trying to get at, um, okay. I think. Yeah, and I also think that the kind of, like, fairy tale dream logic of it kind of harkens back to the kind of Grimm's fairy tale or, you know, stuff like that, you know, um, which does go to some, like, horror places. So, no, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say it's a horror film.
0: Also, I have to give mad props to the opening. The opening is a piece.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very... Disturbing what happens to that uh, that first girl. Very very dark. Absolutely. Um. Let's see. I wrote down
0: some notes. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So I guess the other thing that we really have to talk about. Well, it's two things. One. Since we're already here at the beginning. Uh. The other film that this really reminded me of is a more serious Evil Dead. And mostly with the camera being used as the monster.
1: Oh, sure. Uh,
0: they they do yeah. some very Sam Raimi-esque shots when the monster is in focus. Mm-hmm. And then the other big thing I guess we need to talk about, which is the catalyst for this plot, uh, the main character, Jamie, or Jay's boyfriend, who is a piece of shit, how do you feel about about him as a
1: character well it's kind of um it's kind of like jamie's kind of rude awakening to and kind of disillusionment with um adult relationships or just kind of like young adult relationships and all that and and getting into all that stuff you know um she has that really um touching monologue about, um, what she used to imagine as a, as a little kid. Um, and then after she does that, um, she's, um, kind of knocked out by this guy and is then strapped into a wheelchair by him. And he introduces him to, or he, he introduces her to this kind of, um, uh, shattering, reality of her life after this situation you know um and the kind of anxieties that come from it so I think that he serves a a very big role in her development um, in coming to terms with uh who the kind of person that she's going to be moving forward you know she he is the ultimate kind of uh, catalyst for for everything that happens mm-hmm.
0: So jumping from from him, uh, which I can't remember,
1: does he die? I don't think he dies. I don't think he dies. Might be wrong though.
0: I kind of wish they had done. I kind of wish they put that in there. Hmm. Uh, Just just for for closure, because I mean, let let's be honest, he's the villain of this movie thing to a certain degree. Like none of this would Hmm. be happening to her if he hadn't done what he did knowingly giving it to
1: him. Yeah, no, I know. I, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I mean, they kind of forget about him because the movie's not ultimately about that guy. It's about kind of larger things than than just him. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just view the movie as just the, the antagonist is just um uh, you know, uh, being an adult, I I, I think is probably the way I kind of see the movie, you know, and having to overcome the kinds of pressures that come with that, um, and and really just mortality. That that's the ultimate antagonist to me, I think.
0: And that's fair, but I think the issue, or at least part of the issue, I think with that, and like like I said to for the audience, this is all based on a first viewing is this film dedicates a little time to them trying to overcome this obstacle. And I wouldn't be as annoyed by that if it was something like an Axel STD or something. But they try to shoot this demon. It doesn't die. And then they just kind of give, like the movie kind of gives up on expressing them, showing them trying to defeat this thing. And I just don't buy that a normal human would give up that ease. because they know they're gonna die at some point. Like this thing is going to kill them, but they don't seem to be that worried about prolonging. You know what I
1: mean? Well, you know, I I I think they it's that um, they've kind of tried to outrun it, you know, over and over again, and it's more that it's just like a just a nightmare. You know, and like in nightmares, you kind of can't really escape that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's basically a, a lot of that, and um, yeah, that that's kind of the way I saw it. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have too much of a problem with that aspect of the movie. Um, that that it seems like you have personally, I I, I thought that it worked was and was in service to the themes of the, of the picture.
0: Okay. So I guess the other thing that I'm that I could think of that I really we really should talk about is um yeah. what is his name? She passes this thing on to this guy.
1: Oh uh I think his name is Gabriel. Let me check though. Greg. Greg. That's okay, it was I- a gene
0: name.
1: It was <laughs> a gene name.
0: I I kind of appreciate the the attempt at making her more more morally morally gray, being willing to pass, knowingly pass on something you know is going to kill you. Oh sure, yeah. But I also wonder why would like okay, maybe it's because I just have no interest in relationships. Okay, but I will never understand being willing to take on something that you have because they've seen it at this point right like they know it exists well he doesn't he he doesn't really believe her okay so the idea is he hasn't seen proof of it so he doesn't believe her and mm-hmm. then that's why he's willing to have sex
1: yeah and also he seems like a pretty shallow person
0: okay he hadn't realized that he hadn't seen it so okay yeah. never mind that that makes a lot more sense okay
1: yeah right. that's, on fair. Board. that's fair that's fair
0: I'm on board.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Ten out of ten. I'm just uh, <laughs> well, I don't really have a whole lot more to add to this. Um, it's mm-hmm. this is a movie that puts its metaphors and its themes above its characters, which I'm discovering isn't a hugely my thing. But I would like to give this another viewing with some of what yeah. you've told me in mind. To see if that kind of changes my perspective a little bit. Um, yeah. But do you have any final thoughts?
1: Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, I I I rather enjoy this movie. I definitely think that as I've gotten older and I've dabbled into, like, you know, some experiences and stuff like that, like, like in my, like, in adult life, uh, this movie has kind of become more and more relevant, you know, um, which is pretty nice. Um, and it definitely spoke to me, you know, and I, I've seen people have similar kind of situation, not with like STDs or anything like that, but but more in just like the anxieties that come with this kind of a thing, you know. And I think that that's really special to be able to watch something that sheds shed some kind of truth onto all that stuff and gets to the emotional center of it, you know.
0: Okay, yeah, I can see that, and I'm I'm really glad you had an experience with this movie. Uh, yeah. I always love hearing about people's experiences with movies, um, especially ones that I don't like, because it gives me a perspective to kind of look on. Oh, that sure, means... and I mean, you're
1: totally, you know, and I was just going to say, you're totally valid in, like, what you feel, you know what I mean? Like, that's oh, what I respect
0: course. that. Uh, oh, for sure. So, yeah. overall, for our arbitrary rating, I'm going to give this a two and a half, I I can't call this a bad movie by any means. It is too well made. And yeah. even though I think it gets a little sloppy at times with the, in service of the themes, it's still a very well made movie. But I think you have to you have to be over, willing to overlook the fact that the characters are secondary to the themes in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, what, yeah, and what are you giving it to do with the
1: yeah, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Uh, I think it's a very good movie. Um, definitely had a very good time watching it. I think each time I watch it, it gets, uh, better and better. Cause there are definitely some things on my first viewing when I was uh, younger. I think I watched this movie first when I was in like middle school. Um, that I just probably just didn't get, it went over my head, and you kind know, as I've watched it, I've been like, yeah, like I understand this a little bit more, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, four out of uh, five. It's pretty good
0: right on right on well do little we're next week we'll be going from michigan where this movie takes place all the way back to 1980s in camp crystal lake oh yeah are you excited to finally see some of the early friday the 13th
1: oh yeah absolutely those are uh it's gonna be a very interesting time watching them yeah uh and seeing uh what you know all the stuff that i like um because there's definitely a lot of stuff to like about those movies.
0: I'm really curious to see what you think about that first. Because it's sure it's definitely different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, do little thanks for hanging out. Uh, and I will see you next week. If anybody is watching this, when I upload it, it'll probably be tomorrow. Uh, feel free okay. to check out our Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 commentary. And hopefully a review of that is coming soon. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm nervous about that movie. Do a little nervous
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm not gonna I'm not gonna be on the commentary, but I wish you guys luck,
0: yeah, well, thanks for watching everybody. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you like these kind of
1: this kind of content, and we will see you next time. yep see you later.